0: All right, welcome to the Old Mutual Unit trusts Women's Month Fearless and Financially Free podcast series. My name is Sitchabat Gheba and I am your host. So our theme today is why gender equity is important. As we all know, August is Women's Month in South Africa, where we focus on celebrating how far we've come as women and engaging each other and those in power on how we can get to gender parity sooner. The World Economic Forum reported that COVID-19 has set back women's empowerment by 36 years when compared to 2020, meaning it will now take 136 years to close the gender gap index compared to the previous estimation of 100 years in 2020. These are conversations that we definitely need to be having during Women's Month and beyond. Today I'm chatting to Elise Boerter, who is the Managing Director of Old Mutual Unit Trusts on why gender equity is important. Elise, good afternoon and welcome.
1: Good day, Sajaba. Always fantastic to chat to you.
0: And Likewise. Here we are on Women's Month, reflecting on the journey that we've taken as women, but also having very, very necessary conversations. Elise, why is gender equity important?
1: Diversity in general is important for companies and for countries. And gender equity is one of the big pillars of diversity. We've seen that the Harvard Business School and World Economic Forum have said that decision-making and thinking is more robust in companies that employ gender equity. It causes people to look at the facts more robustly and they look at debunking assumptions. It also helps with innovation because people come from different backgrounds, they've got different ideas. And apart from that, McKinsey did a study in 2020 where they found that the top quartile of companies that employ gender equity is actually likely to outperform their peers by 28%. So it's not just the thinking that is better, it's the actual financial results that are better.
0: All right. And please, could you explain the importance of responsible investing more so now?
1: Absolutely. I think all of us are so conscious about the environment. A few years back in the Western Cape, we had a big drought. Uh, We're all concerned about the oceans, about pollution, about Mm. aggressive fishing practices. And we all are so upset when we arrive in restaurants and they give us straws, plastic straws. We all ask, where's the glass (laughs) ones? What's going on? Now, why would we do that in our everyday lives, but deploy Mm. our capital and our investments differently? That's a problem. So we should also, in our investing practices practice responsibility. And that is what responsible investing is about. It uses Mm. three factors, the environment, which is about, you know, coal, making sure that we don't use a lot of coal, making sure that there's not a lot of pollution, making sure that we care about the atmosphere and our waters and our oceans. But it's also about social practices. What are the labor practices of companies? Are we exploiting communities? Mm. And the third pillar is governance now that talks to decision making bodies like boards and executive leadership and diversity comes in there and also obviously how you comply to various regulations and we saw what happens when companies don't do governance with steinoff a few years back so responsible investing is about the environment about community social practices and our governance
0: All right. And I'm guessing this would be in a personal capacity. If I'm going to be investing, um, I need to do my research in what I'm investing towards.
1: Absolutely. And there are options available for individual investors at the moment that they weren't always previously. That gives Mm. us the power to make better decisions.
0: All right. What is the link between gender diversity and ESG?
1: Gender diversity talks to the governance part of ESG. When you're sitting in a company, you want to make sure that you don't have group sync. People that come from the same background, they've got the same religion, mm-hmm. but also the same gender. You do want that different thinking coming in. And that is why gender diversity is so important to ensure that you've got a robust board that won't have all the similar ideas and that you can look at the world in a broader space.
0: And have policies been effective in ensuring that women's voices are heard at more senior levels in business, government and civil society? I I know this is an ongoing discussion.
1: If you look at some of the stats, you might think it is improving because South Africa has been ranked in gender equity in the 18th position of 156 countries. So that sounds Is that good or bad. It sounds okay, good, fair. but when you, when you start diving into the numbers, you'll see that there's only 6% of JSE CEOs that are women. And in fact, in the top 40 companies on the JSE, there's a mere one. Now, that to me doesn't look like we've come a long way. There's still a mm-hmm. lot of work to be done. Also, if we look at pay gaps, Especially in medium cap companies, what we are seeing is that there's still a pay gap of 51%. It's in the 30 for small cap companies. So there's still a lot of work to be done. And it's not just in companies, it's across the spectrum. Because we looked at the Times Person of the Year over the last 27 years, and only in two instances have individual women won this prize yet. Individual men won it 18 times. So I think we can Mm. all see there's still a lot of work to be done. Good things have been done, but a lot more work needs to be done in this space.
0: Let's unpack the work that needs to be done. What role can companies play in closing the gender gap?
1: There is a wonderful person that I want to quote. She was the first black female CA in the country. Noncoleleko Kobodo said that she found it very hard to be an exec and a mother. And I think that's the reality for a lot of women. So I think, firstly, companies need to create space for women to be mothers. And um, mm. as mostly the primary caregivers, I think that's incredibly important. Secondly, we must stop the stereotyping. If a woman is firm and strong, she's emotional. It's not always the Mm. same with men. They're just strong, amazing leaders. So I think that's Mm. the second part. I think companies should create mentorship programs or mentee programs for young females to make sure that they come through the ranks and that they get the opportunity to be C-suite employees. And recently chatting to somebody in recruitment, they were saying that in 2020, they saw a lot of women actually resigning to be more full-time moms and that is really? just and that is just exacerbating this problem and making that it is even interesting
0: bigger. why do you think that's the case
1: i think women are finding in 2020 that they're working from home but they're still expecting to tutor kids that be are also awesome home and the husband the is home exactly so all of those oh. i think are factors and i think companies can do more in order to ensure that we really grow our female talent in this country
0: Elise, I think 2020 sort of falling into 2021 just slapped us across the head. We were hit with this pandemic. Can you elaborate on some of the ways that COVID-19 has set women back, more so from an economical perspective?
1: Absolutely, Sijaba. It was absolutely a very difficult year. We had people and households that lost income. Jobs. We saw a lot of industries taking strain and needless to say that impact on women because a lot of women actually handle the finances and the day to day shopping in the family. So I think that is one of the things true economic hardship, but also all our dreams. Who of us haven't longed for a little holiday? Uh, who of us haven't longed for not being restricted in our movements? So I think a lot of that also played on women's psyche and um, how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about the world, how we feel about our future. And I think that was what was the hardest for us to to swallow in 2020.
0: What is your hope for women with regards to gender equity and parity?
1: First thing is to be less hard on ourselves. I think we've got mm-hmm. the superwoman syndrome. We have to be super mom. Uh, you have to have a fantastic career, be the best mother that there is and the best wife. So I think we need to understand we human above all. And secondly, I would say that we really need to take our power in our own hands. We really need to take responsibility for our financial futures and not depend on anybody else. And I would say the third thing is is raise children that will embody the principles of gender equity.
0: I love it. Elise Puerta. thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Sachaba. Great to chat.
0: All right, that is your final segment of the Old Mutual Unitrusts Women's Month Fearless and Financially Free podcast series. I hope you were taking notes. Today we were chatting to Elise Boerter, who is the managing director of the Old Mutual Unitrusts, and we're speaking on why gender equity is important. Hope you enjoyed it. Old Mutual do great things every day. Old Mutual Unit Trust Managers is an approved collective investment schemes manager and can be contacted for their fees and charges.